Good evening. Happy Friday to everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of Out of Bounds Sports. Myself, I am always joined with the magnificent KG. What's going on, KG? What's happening, brother? How you, how's everybody doing? And cooling right now. I got my man Delonte with me. What up, what up? What's going on, Delonte? How you, how you feeling, man? Everything good. Feeling pretty good. Weekends here, you know. Man, it's always better weekends here, man. Always. Can't wait for Friday. Yes, sir. And then it goes past so quick. <laughs> hey, man, what's going on, Jim? I see you there. What's going on, Jim? Hey, nothing much, man. How y'all doing tonight? All right, all right. Good. Hey, uh, KG, why don't you go ahead and, and give us a rundown of the show tonight and tell these good folks what we're going to be talking about. Well, we got a little NBA. We're going to start it off with the NBA, of course. You know, talk about Dwight Howard and the Wiz. Talk about another scenario for the Wizards and Mellow. Then I got an NBA question for the fellas tonight that I, I would love to hear you yeah, yeah, your response to that. Then we're going to jump into the NFL and this whole big brouhaha about T.O. Then we're going to take a little left turn a little bit. And I want to get everybody's opinion on this LaShawn McCoy assault allegation from his former girlfriend. See how everybody feels about that. And then I, I really want to hear what Jim has to say about this, but I want to hear what everybody has is everybody's looking for from their team coming up in training camp. Okay, good deal. I mean, let's let's. I mean, we, NBA is probably the the nice hot topic. So, I, actually, we, let's let's do this. KG, what you want to start with? Hey, man, let, let, let's talk about that. We can jump into NBA, but something that just came across. Uh, Jimmy Butler turned down a four-year extension with the with the Timberwolves. How about that? And we talked about this two shows ago. Where would he go? He liked the response from on Instagram, where a gentleman asked him, "Was him and Kyrie gonna come and hook up and uh with the Knicks?" And he liked the he he liked the uh the comment. Yeah, I saw that. So, uh, y'all think that's a sign to come? A what's to come, I should say? Jamal, say what you think, man. Hey, I, I think uh, Jimmy Good is gone, man. I think he out of there. You know, that, that's, that's self-explanatory right there. I know him and Kyrie, they trying to ball together. So, I wouldn't be surprised you see him in the Knicks. Them two and uh, what's what's the dude Porzingis? That's gonna be the uh the new big three, the unicorn. Yeah, yes sir. Jim, if you if you Jimmy Butler in Minnesota, what you what you thinking right now with him? Man, uh, I, I would like to know if he's really unhappy with the young fellas, Carl Anthony Towns, for real. Um, really, hey, you really got to think about it. it's about next year too. Why settle for one hundred and ten? Well, you might be able to get 170. Huh. Get a nice little paycheck this year. 
and wait for next year to come when the, when the money is even bigger. And you get, and if you ball out, make the All Star game. Guess what? You then basically got you a maybe a super max deal. I don't know if he's eligible for it, but you know possibly Lisa maybe two hundred million dollars. I mean, at this point, I don't even. Would he go to the Knicks? Maybe if Kyrie or somebody else went, but also he'll be stepping out on money. So at this point, is it all about money for him, or is it about him getting a a, a chance to win the championship? Yeah, I feel you. I, I think he. To what you were saying, Jim, I think he's definitely serious about being unhappy with the young fellas, Carl Anthony Towns, and um, it was a couple of other people they named as far as their work ethic and not taking things seriously. So I I definitely think he's serious about that. But I just think this new trend of NBA where these the the players are leaving themselves options, you know, you know, to like KD as a KD signed a two year deal has a player option next year, right? Correct. Yeah, so he could be back mm-hmm. on the market next year. It's a ton of people that could be back on the market next year. It's 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 new NBA, man. They they're leaving themselves options, so they're not locked into a team. I don't. I think the days of being locked into a team or being a team or the, your whole career is probably old. that. Those days are probably long gone. You know, everybody wants to link up and play with each other. I don't. I mean, I don't mind it. You know, too much. You know, I, I do. <laughs> I know you do. I do too, I, man. I, I'm, I'm about to get to UKG. I'm about to let you 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 go at it. I mean, but this is the new NBA now, and this is uh, you need. I mean, we've always known you need two legitimate superstars to win a championship. Your Kobe's and Shaq's of the world, your Jordan Pippen. You know what I'm saying? You need two good stars to win your championship. Or if you got a dominant star, you need a real good. Starting four other four and some and a nice deep bench, you know what I'm saying? I mean, KG, would you say the '80s Pistons had two legit stars, or they had a star and a uh, a lot of good players? I I would say that they had two legit stars. Who's the other star? Joe Dumas. If you you look at it, and I, I use it as a a reference always. You no matter. Who was running the point, whether it was Isaiah, whether it was Joe, they fed off of each other so well and it flowed that it didn't matter. Nothing ever changed, no matter who was handling the ball. Joe Dumas was a defensive stopper at 6'4". But he was the the number two star. He was a finals MVP. He carried that team during during that season. Well, I'm sorry, during those finals. Jim, let me ask you this: on the, on those on those Magic Laker teams, I mean, Kareem was the other name. I mean, he was you know towards the end of his career, but who was the other legit star? Was it Kareem, or do you consider worthy? When you say Magic, who's the second name? Um, since Kareem was the only guy, it was probably worthy. Worthy. Yeah. I, and you know what? It had a bunch of good add-on pieces. I, I don't know because I mean I, now granted I did watch the end of Kareem's career, but he was still dominant at the end of his career. Exactly, yeah. and, and that's true. But when he posted the question, posed the question was he was on the downside. Really, I mean Kareem was still a man regardless because that sky hook was still unstoppable. You know the captain still had him regardless. You know, 
they just ran through magic a little bit more and, and um uh magic got a little bit better offensively and started you know scoring but i mean basically it still went through kareem but if you if yeah, because you, I will move Kareem to the side. It would have to be worthy. We go back. Let's jump back to the uh, topic when you know Jimmy Butler, you know possibly joining Kyrie in New York. That would match him with Porzingis. I feel, I mean, we watched the Knicks fade away and build garbage teams for the last couple of seasons. I mean, just because you're going to add Kyrie and Jimmy Butler with Porzingis, you still have to build a team around it because if you go, let's just say you go to the finals, I mean, you, you facing the Warriors or the Lakers or the Rockets. I mean, you still got to build something. And I, I don't, I don't know if I have faith in New York to build an entire team or, I mean, unless it's going to, you think it's going to have the effect of, you know, kind of like, like Braun did and everybody want, is going to want to go to New York. I mean, that's different. Uh, but New York is kind of cash strapped. To, to looking at their salary, uh, when now after this upcoming season, uh, eighteen nineteen, Jimmy Butler, Kyrie will be free agents because they can you know opt out of their contracts. They're done. Uh, for the Knicks, Enos Cantor is coming off the books, but you still got to pay. Joakim Noah, he's due another 19. He's due 18 this season coming up and 19 the following season. Tim Hardaway Jr., 17 this year coming up, 18 the following year, and another 18.9 the following year after that. You're paying Courtney Lee $12 million the next two years. Each. Lance Thomas, $7 million. I mean, and Porzingis is not even locked up after this year. Porzingis is only making $5 million. See, that's why I just said that I don't have I don't have faith in the the current Knicks management to build. I mean, even if these guys want to go play in New York, I mean, it's just going to be. I mean, they they'll make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I I guess, but you got to be fair though. You know, they coming off of Phil Jackson era that just totally destroyed them. You know, um, but if you if you're watching summer league like I am. Hey, I might be happy this season with the Knicks because if Kevin Knox can play like he playing in summer league and Bozinka steps up, hey, man, you may not have to add too many more pieces. And plus you get to save money. And what did I say um, on our NBA draft episode? I said watch out for Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox is going to be something. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he up there right in the race. You know everybody's gonna put uh DeAndre Ayton on a pedestal. But I wouldn't be surprised if his name in a rookie it is conversation. That boy can fly. Man, bruh, he went like old, they say oh for six when I was watching him play the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Then he came back and he drained like four threes in a row. He just came like smack up, I mean bottom of the net. It was like it was nothing they can do. <laughs> he all of a sudden just got hot. If he can shoot like that throughout the season, man, they got them a heck of a pick. Yeah, I think they did, man. He gonna be the sleeper. Yeah, I think Watch. so. I, I really do, man. I, I really, I mean, Trey Young is gonna put Trey. I think you know Trey Young is a 
is a 25 and 10 assist guy. You know, I think he can be that. But Kevin Knox is out the gym athletic. He got some handles. He can create his own. That boy going to be <laughs> – it's going to be mean. And the crazy thing is uh, a lot of those Knicks fans, they were still beefing, you know, with – they're all, you know, their front officers. They're like, um, you know, we should have got Michael Porter. Nah, y'all good with Kevin. Yeah, we ain't seen Michael Porter. What? Anybody know the timetable on Michael Porter? Man, he he out for the. Man, I don't even think he gonna oh. play this year. They were saying. So you, yeah. you know, he gonna sit out the whole season. So they, <laughs> you know, you just gonna miss out. So they went. He went from because he was talking about in the draft possibly being ready for. The the summer league and now it's it's for went from that to I'm not playing this year. Yeah, they like shut him down. You know what? You know what just popped in my head when you said they they shut him down. I wonder if everybody gonna start doing the the Philadelphia strategy and draft a superstar and sit him, and then you know to basically tank the next season and get you another you know high pick and. And Bill, you think they're gonna do that? Yeah, that's always possible. I mean, I didn't like when Philadelphia did it, but I, I think I think if you're in the top three like two years in a row, you can't make the top three no more after that for another two years or something. That because that's just because you're just piling up picks and you're losing on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. KG, what you you mighty quiet over there, man? What you got going over there? Uh, I'm just. <laughs> A lot of people have a problem with the way Philly came up. But Philly drafted the best players available, and they took a chance. I really don't have a problem with it because you didn't know Joel Embiid was going to be what he is. His his footwork on the block, I, I said it last season. I love to see him go work with Kareem and get his footwork together. Totally. He can be the best big man in the league. I think he'll, he'll, he'll surpass – AD, but it's no problem in the in the way that they went about it. I I mean, you did with, you dealt with the cause that you, you know you played with the cause that were dealt to you. So I have no problem with that. It, it's it is what it is. But I agree with with Jimmy though. After you've been in the top three for so many years, because it seems like you're tanking, you get top three again. You can go ahead and wind up and take a fine or something. Because you're not putting the best team out there. Yeah, but how do you how do you stop that? Because <laughs> how, how do you a team that's just badly managed like the Knicks? Mm-hmm. How, you can't you can't prove that somebody. I mean, it was kind of obvious in Philadelphia's case, but then all they got to say is, "Hey, Embiid uh, was hurt. We just shut him down instead of you know risking further injury. We just completely shut him down." But it wasn't just Embiid. They did the same thing with Nerlens Noel first. Yeah, I know. What was it? Three years in a row, they drafted top five and got a hurt player. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then they they wound up fleecing uh, Dallas, I believe, for Nerlens Noel and to send uh, Nerlens Noel to Dallas. I think that was it. Yeah. And I think they got another draft pick back for him. Like, if that's that is that's what you call shrewd management, because I just set you up. And, you know, what was that, two years ago? And this guy's gone. He's gone. He, he's gone. And 
somebody said something very interesting and I never thought about um, Doc Walker on uh, Sports Talk 918, 980. He was saying that Nerlens Noel basically signed to be a backup at OKC. And he was saying, if that's the case, that's not a person you, that's not the type of person you want on your team. And he's 100% right. Why would you go play somewhere where you're going to be a backup uh-huh. instead of going somewhere where you can start and play? What type uh-huh. of mentality is that? Beta male mentality. That's what that is. That is that's exactly what it is. But how you don't know he's plotting, saying, yeah, I'm going to go back here second team, knowing I might be able to su- surpass Adam because I'm more athletic. Maybe he has a plan. We just don't know. Sometimes you ain't got a broadcast that you want to be the starter by saying, you know, I want to be the starter. Sometimes you just say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and show up and I'm going to become, become a starter by my actions. Or the other problem could be he may not have enough confidence in his legs that, you know, um, uh, some, you know, his legs might not hold up throughout the season and this might be his best chance to get to the playoffs. I don't know. I'm just suggesting. Definitely, definitely a good point. But look at now. This is how true Philly management is. They traded him to the to the Dallas Mavericks for Justin Anderson, Justin Anderson, Andrew Bogut, a 2017 second round draft draft pick, which was uh Jawan Evans, and a 2020 second round pick. But the pick is top 18 protected in 2017, so that was already protected. But they got two draft picks. And if I'm not mistaken, Jawan Evans is one of their big contributors in their run last year, correct? I mean, just hustling mean, defense. Because he only averaged 4.8. But he contributed to that run. He was a part of that team. So he he was a contributor. So I think Philly came out on the, the, the top end of that Nerlens Noel deal. That's just my opinion, though. We were we were going to talk a little bit of Wizards, but the show is cooking up a very, very special guest, and I'm going to hold off the Wizards talk until we get this special guest on to talk Wizards and NBA. So we're going to hold off on the Wizards. As much as I want to talk about the Wizards and make my prediction that it's, it's, final, it's finals a bust with this squad, we're going to, we're going to hold off. Is that fair, fellas? Oh, that's fair. I'll take that because I'm I'm anxious too. I'm I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm anxious about it. <laughs> hey man, let's 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 go on to the next topic, and that's our good old buddy Maryland native Carmelo Anthony. Um, man, the uh, OKC gave him permission earlier in the week to you know speak to teams. I guess to facilitate a trade. Now, I let Jim go first, and Delon- you go, Jim Delonte KG. Why would anybody trade for this guy? As far as him basically stinking up the joint last year, and he opted into twenty-seven million dollars. Jim, I don't need Jim. Talk to me. That was my question. Who would trade for this guy? Unless you split the contract up somehow, like, you know what, we'll pay $20 million of the 27 and y'all pay the seven. 
I mean, even at that point, I'm gonna just wait for you to cut them. Hey, I, I'm, I'm not going. Huh? As soon as you said that, I said twenty million. I, 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 I pay five million in his salary. <laughs> I, I mean, but you know, you, you ask your OKC to pay twenty, and you'll take the other seven. I ain't trying to pay the man. I ain't trying to pay the man nothing, honestly, because you already dealt your card saying we gonna have to cut him. Or yeah, buy him out. Or or stretch him out somehow because you're a hundred million dollars over the luxury tax. Hmm. If if you smart from the get go, you don't say things like that. You yeah. already, huh? I, I was gonna say, but you only have to say it because the other teams know it. True, true, but you know maybe somebody didn't know. And maybe it's like I might take this inspired contract. It's Carmelo. It might be worth a shot. But now since you said you're gonna release him, look, I'm gonna just wait it out. Cause in a couple of weeks you're gonna release him. And guess what? I'm gonna sign him for like five or six million, unless he comes out the mouth talking crazy, talking about he won like twelve million a year. You know, I just wait, I'm waiting it out. Don't give up no pieces. You get a person for free, basically. And if he's a problem to the team, you just cut him. Because the only only team he's gonna help, he's gonna help a few teams, and that's it. Other than that, you don't want him to become a, a distraction, a problem. Talking in the media, talking about I don't want to come off the bench and all. You don't need that on your team. I just rather roll with the team I got. Cause what are you gonna add to your team? Maybe three or four wins. I don't know. He said three or four wins out of eighty-two. <laughs> Good. I mean, I, I, uh, how much more is he going to add to you? You know he ain't going to give up nothing defensively. He ain't going to give you nothing. He might give you a hand in the air, but as soon as he throw that hand up, he running down court waving for the ball that you be thrown deep to him. I don't know. That's it. That's all I can, you know, that's it for me on that guy. Delonte, go ahead, man. I think, I think the best place for him to go – Will probably be either, I guess, the two teams he didn't already met with, Houston or Miami. The problem is, he's like he's not, he's a defensive liability. So if we go in Houston, oh man, like you know, they, hmm, they're gonna go from being a game away from the finals to a whole series away from the finals. Um, <laughs> Miami, I think, I, I think. I think Miami that can work. Not sure what you know what's you know what what what's gonna happen with D Wade, um, because I don't think he's even signed yet. But uh, I, I think if I had to choose between Miami and, and Houston, I would say Miami. But yeah, he's a he's a defensive liability, man. But all right, let me ask y'all something. Why would he go back to Dan Tony after having a bad time with him in New York? Yeah, he never liked him from the exactly. game. So why would you go back? It doesn't. It doesn't. The offense. I'm with you, Delonte. The offense works for him. It's a running gun. Don't play no defense. But other than that, if they want to play defense, he's a problem. But why are you going back to a coach you wasn't happy with from when you played with him? Right. KG. Well. <laughs> First of all, let me let me clarify something I said earlier. Jawan Evans played with the Clippers last year. I wasn't looking at my right stats, so I apologize for that. Jawan Evans played with the Clippers last year, not the Sixers. Get it together over there, man. Um, I like what Delonte said. 
Melo to uh, Miami. But, you know, Melo, Dwayne Wade, Chris Paul, LeBron James, that's that banana boat crew. And he's – I don't – I think Houston would be the best spot for him because he's not expected to play much defense. But really and truly, you don't want him to go to an up-and-coming team either because he's going to be sour towards the rookies and the young guys. I mean, I can't think of a team that would trade for him. I mean, that's a lot of money to be taking on. If this is the 90s, I'd say, you know what, send him to the Clippers. But outside of Houston, I don't see anybody taking him. And I don't see Houston taking most of that, that, that salary. Now, I think OKC pretty much know, like Jim said, they're going to have to pay the bulk of that. And, you know, or they just going to have to figure out a way to just completely buy him out and get him off the books. But before I give my take on Melo, let me ask all three of y'all something. If y'all had a choice to build a team right now and you have to pick from Dwight Howard or Carmelo Anthony, which one are you picking? Can I just trade my draft pick? <laughs> yeah. Give me yeah. two cotton candies and a water gun and I'm good. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, I think I think the next move by Melo, and it's it's sad. I'm just thinking while y'all yeah, while y'all was talking about Melo, I'm just thinking of the fanfare he had coming in the league with LeBron James. From that point, him him and the Nuggets. Remember they were he was banging with Kobe in the playoffs, going back and forth to where we are now with him. And we I shared a photo in our WhatsApp chat. Uh, with Trey Young wearing the, the thing. I think it said uh, all superheroes don't wear capes, some wear hoods, and it had hoodie metal mellow on it. And if I'm the Hawks, I'm worried. If that's your idol, if that's who you're looking up to, I'm a little worried. Um, it's no doubt he he can. Well, he could score. He got He this is his redemption season. Two things I'm looking for. I'm looking for where he goes because this is going to tell me a lot about him. I kind of already know he doesn't. It's not about winning for him. It's about style. It's about where he can go and be in the limelight. So is it going to be Miami? They're not even going to make it to the East Finals. Is it going to be CP3 in the Rockets? CP3 already reached out and said he want Melo there. And like everybody said, that offense is perfect for him. He's uh, James Harden don't play defense. (laughs) He'll fall. He'll fall right in line with that, you know. Um, And they would probably, if if they get uh, it, just like Dwight Howard in DC, if they get a motivated Carmelo Anthony, they'd probably be one of the top two, three scoring teams in the league. So, um. OKC is is stuck, stuck in the mud with a with a Geo Metro, and they ain't, they ain't got no traction because they he he opted into that twenty seven million. Uh, I think the market for him is probably about somewhere between five and ten. So I don't know, Melo. I don't know what you're gonna do, baby. Uh, but this is gonna tell me a lot. You towards the end of your career, do you want to win a ring? Do you want to try to win a ring? 
you know. I mean, the only team for that, unless – and the thing is, I say Houston, but Houston still got to sign Clint Capella back. They're not going to sign him. Yeah. Yeah. They're, sign they're him. still $40 million apart. Capella wants 100 and they offer him 60 And if they know better – and here's, here's – here's, I, I know I got to go back to why I think the Rockets made a mistake in giving Chris Paul a max contract. If we go back to the Western Finals, game six and seven. Game six, the Rockets almost beat them without Chris Paul. Game seven, the wheels fell off because they missed, missed all them shots. Now, if I'm the GM of the Rockets and I'm looking at that, I'm not giving Chris Paul a max contract. I'm sorry. I almost won and beat this mighty Rockets, the mighty Warriors team without you. I would, I would sign Clint Capella back, which gives you some defense, some shot blocking, and I would go find me a point guard. I mean, what y'all think about that, fellas? Would, would you have took a chance on uh, 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 Tony Parker? No. Even though he's older? No. I mean, I mean, you just signed an older point guard. What's the difference between Tony Parker and Chris Paul? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is I wouldn't have signed Chris Paul back. Yeah, I'm saying if you go get a, a point guard, what's the difference between Chris Paul and Tony Parker? I would sign Tony Parker as a backup, but you need like Tony Parker ten years ago that could keep up. Yes, but I need a point guard that can run. That now, with that being said, was Kimba Walker available? I know, I know, Charlotte's held Kimba Walker very, very close, and I don't know why because they ain't winning nothing. <laughs> I, I don't know why they holding on to that piece, but. I would have made some calls, Damian Lillard. I'd have made some calls because I'm not giving anybody four years, 160 million dollars, and I almost won without you. And you're con- yeah. and my man Island, he ain't on here, but you're con- he like he said, you're conveniently always hurt in May and June, April, May and June. You get hurt. I've always thought Chris Paul was an overrated point guard, always. And he doesn't really do anything to impress me. He proved it on the Clippers team. He definitely proved it in the West Finals. Jim, where you at, man? Uh, I'm I'm here. I'm here. I I just had a question though. Go ahead. But it, it's about Carmelo. So I'm trying to figure out how old Carmelo is. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. See this? Yeah. I just kind of thinking. And I'm sorry. I, you know, I like Chris Paul. He he does seem to get hurt, but Carmelo. He's 34. I'm about look, you know what? I'm a Laker fan. I don't want him to go to the Lakers. But you know what? I may take the chance because he's 34. He might just ball out this year because he's looking for another two to three year contract. He may ball out this year and not be a problem because he still wants to get paid somehow. Who are you talking about? Carmelo? Carmelo. Carmelo. I don't want him on the Lakers, I, you know, but if he may be able, to be able to help Houston get over the hump. Last year, your contract, OKC doesn't want to pay you the 27. He got something to prove. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. Well, hey, I said if, if, if he's motivated, 
he could probably be dangerous. Uh, that's if he motivated and he had it. They were in the playoffs last year. When the last time Carmelo been to the playoffs? Who anybody remember? Uh, 1935. <laughs> when the uh, when the Nuggets had Allen, no, uh, right, his first season with the Knicks. Yeah, so was it the first season? First or no, you know what? First or second. So it's been a while. He says he's been in the playoffs and he just looked uninterested. He just looked he, like yeah. he looked like he don't want to. It's like he lost his love for the game. And I'm, to be honest, that's what it looks like. Ah, oh, boy. Well, <laughs> hey man, that's 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 it, it's going to be an interesting move because he's a cancer too, and he hasn't been in the playoffs before this past, past season. 2012-2013 with the Knicks. You were right, Delonte. It was the fourth season with the Knicks. Oof. Good gracious. That's a long time. And yeah. he, he, what did he average at? He averaged 28 points in the playoffs. But this year, he only averaged 11 in the playoffs? What? Well, he, I don't... But he was the main option in New York. They could play I, ball yeah. with him. He, he wasn't the main option in OKC. I, I don't like Woody yeah. Mellon. But you know what? It got to be tough watching all your boys go to the playoffs. <laughs> and you're always at home. Well, you know what? I think it's even tougher. And I'll go back to what I just said in the beginning when I start talking about him, that he was on the same same level with LeBron James when he came in the league. And he's nowhere near, nowhere even close. He's not even in the far side side lock, uh, cooler conversation about LeBron James. He's yeah, and, and that's coming off a championship year with Syracuse. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, he, I mean, he was riding a high horse. I remember the, I, I like I said, we talk about it all the time. I remember the interview with Magic sat down with him and LeBron James, and they talked. You know, they, they everything that had to do with the NBA was Carmelo and LeBron. Carmelo and LeBron, they were force feeding it to you. It just so slowly fell off. But, uh, yeah, they they separated. <laughs> definitely separated, like like yeah. like old yogurt. No, no, Man. you know, you know, the distance between LeBron and Carmelo right now should be called the Great Divide because it's that big. I mean, it's yeah, huge. Exactly. Well, let's let's. This next topic is going to be extremely quick. I see Kevin put it in the notes. And I'm going to let everybody go round table. Jim, Delonte, KG, answer this question mm-hmm. for me. Is Michael Kidd Gilchrist a bust? I don't have an answer for you because I don't even. Who you playing for? Charlotte? That's the answer right there. I honestly don't have an answer for you. I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> Charlotte, though, right? Yeah. I, I, the problem is, Charlotte's not on TV. To be fair, I don't know. I mean, I've seen a few highlights of them, but if they talking about um, Charlotte, it's usually about Kimber Walker or uh, Batum. I don't know who else they have. You know, no, I, I, I can't even honestly say. <laughs> I don't how, how long you been in the league? Let me give you six years. Let me give you how many? Six. Six. Let me give you his. Uh... 17-18 stats. 74 games, 9.2 points, four total, 4.1 total rebound, one assist, 50% from field goals, um, free throw 68%. I 
I was looking for. Uh, I was looking for. Hey, is uh, has it only been Charlotte? Yes. Yeah, he's only been Charlotte. I'm trying to figure his oh three point percentage. His career, he's a nineteen point percentage far as three points. Oh yeah, he most definitely ten footed in. Yeah, he's uh, he's I, I I would say he was absolutely a bust. But you know what? You you know what's kind of. It ain't like Charlotte been burning up the world either. It, it could be just Charlotte too. That's why I, I ain't gonna say he'll bust. It's kind of hard to say, man. You know what? I can't. I, right there, I cannot agree with you, Jim. Because in Charlotte, right now in Charlotte, you and I can walk in the camp, and one of us could be the number two. Man, if if that's possible, then they need to fire everybody. They keep doing it. They haven't had Charlotte hasn't put a good team out. Maybe the last four years. But I say, when the last time they made the playoffs? I remember they made the playoffs two years back to back as the Bobcats with Gerald Wallace, and they were they were balling, but they were like two pieces away. They blew their team up. Love. Now that, that, that that's taking it back when I say Gerald Wallace. You know how long ago that was. But damn, you said Bobcats. I forgot they were the Bobcats, man. Yeah, that, that that's the last time they haven't been relevant, and everyone everyone wants to blame. MJ. Okay, yeah, MJ the owner. He's hiring basketball people, but now he's too trusting to as a to a fault. He'll hire guys that are North Carolina guys or guys he's real cool with that he there are in his inner circle. Well, look he, at Mitch Kupchak. <laughs> that's his problem. And that's what that's what bit him in the ass in in in, in here in Washington. But everybody everybody that played for North Carolina don't know basketball exactly, but it's a loyalty thing yeah. with him. It's all about loyalty. Like he interviewed Patrick Ewan for the job because you know him and Pat real cool. He interviewed Patrick. I'm like he has Patrick Ewan in Charlotte. They're going to do something because Patrick Ewan has been on some staffs. He on the staff in Orlando. He tutored Dwight yeah. Howard. He tutored Yao Ming, and he had the Kimbe Matumbo down there with him. So he knows big men. You didn't hire Patrick Ewan. Like, what are you doing? I, 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 if, I, if I could, and he gave me a call and said, hey, I need you to be my GM. Pack up and let's go, y'all. We can return this team around in two years. <sighs> That's all I need. No t- the only thing that could turn the Charlotte Hornets around is trading Kimball Walker and getting multiple draft picks and some, some other pieces. If they're going to ride Kimball Walker, they're going to be a bottom team in the East for a long time. I, and I'm not saying he's not a great player. I'm just saying that that's all they have. Kimba, Kimba has that's no help. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. That's all they have. If that's all you have, then you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Fellas, we're going to switch gears in the NFL real quick. This is a, a hot-button topic. I'm going to uh, let KG start it off with uh, basically, you know, the whole T.O. thing about him not uh, coming to the Hall of Fame cer- ceremony and the butthurt sports writers that uh, oh, if I had known he wasn't going to come, I wouldn't have selected him, you know, that type of attitude. And what do y'all think about that? KG, started off KG, then we'll go to Delonte and then Jim. Me personally, uh, shout out to Steve Zabin for the reading our tweet on air yesterday, but I agree with Steve Zabin. That's a total D move by the director of the, uh, the 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 Hall of Fame. They're not including him. They won't honor him 
individually at the ceremonies. He won't get his three minutes of his highlights because he's not going to show. But did you reach out to him? Did you talk to him and say, hey, can we come to some sort of agreement so you can do your thing, but we can still honor you properly? No, you didn't. It's a D-bag movement. Any writer that says that he doesn't deserve to be in the hall, like, look at his stats. I don't care if he was a diva or whatever. Look at his stats. That's all you need to look at. These are the same writers that kept Art Monk out of the Hall of Fame. They're the same ones that are keeping Brian Mitchell out right now. Which is an absolute, absolute travesty, shame. Atrocity. It is an absolute shame that Brian Mitchell... And then I'm not saying I'm not a Redskins fan. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm a football fan. And if I'm not right, isn't he still number two all time? Number two all time, all purpose yards. It's absolutely. Go ahead, KG. These are the same people that say that they, they will vote uh, uh, Devin Hester in because he broke Brian Mitchell's record. But you're not going to put Brian Mitchell in before him? Anyway, but with T.O., yeah, he was a diva. Yeah, he was a showboat, but he got results. I'm sorry. When he played with the Cowboys, I couldn't stand him. But I was a fan of his regardless. Numbers don't lie. He deserves to be there. Chris Carter saying he's making a big mistake. Chris Carter, I'm sorry. You're one of the greatest receivers ever. I would sit at your feet and just listen to you talk about football. But on this subject right here, a man has to go be a man. Let him be a man. Let him do his thing. And... To show good faith to everybody else in the, in the um, Hall of Fame class, he's sending everybody custom-made shoes. Custom-made shoes, man. And they, But they giving him this bad rap. And Barkley saying, Charles Barkley saying he's uh, selfish for skipping it. How is that selfish? I want to be with my family. I want to be with my people. It's not selfish. <sighs> Go ahead, Delonte. You got it, brother. Uh, I think the the Hall of Fame committee they did wrong, you know, you know T.O. He's always like been like this. I'm gonna do it my way type of dude, you know. I, I always respected that. Um, I don't know. I, I think that he should be a part of. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, you know. He should be a part of. It. You can't, you know, exclude the man because he wanna, you know, do something different. You know what I'm saying? He just. I don't know. I think the Hall of Fame, they kind of, they foul for what they're doing, man. I'm sure some of them, them uh, players, I'm sure Randy Moss being one, he, in the back of his mind, you know, he, he probably thinking the same thing. Because I know him and T.O. Are, are, are cool. What you think, Jim? Uh, how many times did T.O. get passed before he got in? Uh, twice, I believe. Okay. So, you know, in his mind, all wives even think they're the best. So, this would be his third time around. He probably should at least made it on his second. And for all the reporters that voted for him, they if he wasn't going to show up, look, you shouldn't even have the right to vote, because we talked about this previously on another show. It, it, look, get the man his due, show his highlights, be respectful, show his highlights, and if you're smart, See what time he's going to speak at Chattanooga. Or maybe broadcast it from Chattanooga at the stadium while they're giving the in, in, uh, introduction. It, everything can be worked out. 
it's a matter of people stop being trying to be spiteful or better than that person or or you're holding a grudge because he wants to do something else. Look, you got he's in, let him be in, show the highlights, broadcast his, his speech from Chattanooga, and everybody's happy. Cause it's still gonna be some disappointed fans in there who won't get to see him speak uh personally up front, you know, get to see this man. Cause a lot of people love T.O. He might be a clown sometimes, but when he bald, he bald. Uh, that's all you care for. All the other antics, it didn't matter because he, he proved his point on the field. And that's it for me, man. Oh, man. I, he, he has said things I had already said. That what he, The only thing he didn't say is what I, I keep pounding into the, to the table is that this needs to be removed from the writers. And it, it was proven once P.O. made his decision to um, do his own thing, and then the writer come out and say, well, I wouldn't have voted for him yet. How? I mean, he's still a, he's still, like Jim said, he's still a Hall of Famer, so you're voting on him based on your own feelings and not stats. This needs to be taken from the writers or let them have their writers Hall of Fame, but they need to create a NFL Hall of Fame, just the NFL. They need to have um, elect the players can elect current Hall of Fame members or past players, whoever you want to put on. Yep, players and coaches. Players, and even coaches. some GMs. There you go. Play everybody that had a hand in the game because um, kickers and punters are just important. Special teamers are just important. They make the game go. So, um, like Zay put, brought up a lot of good points. They they should have reached out to him and, hey, you know, we want you here. What do we have to do? We apologize, uh, you know, how long it took and the way it was handled. But this is very important to us as it is to you. And, and, and if you couldn't get him to come there, be like, okay, well, what, what time are you coming on? Let's simulcast yours and we'll show it on our monitors and you could, you know, that'll be your turn. It, we, you know, you won't be interrupted. Nothing was done. Nothing was done. And it, it's, it's, it's sad because, you know, like Jim said, all the T.O. antics and stuff, he was a hell of a wide receiver and he deserves to be in a Hall of Fame. And this Hall of Fame is just, it's becoming a joke. The, the NFL Hall of Fame the writers, y'all are a joke. It, it really is. This is, you know, the, the names that are still on that list that haven't gotten to the Hall of Fame because you're in your feelings about, you know, personally how you feel about somebody that has not a damn thing to do with what they did on the field. What they did on the field, if that doesn't stand out to you, then you need to retire. You need to give up your spot. Because there's four people right here would love to vote the Hall of Fame. We'll, we'll do it for you. Joe Jacoby be my first one in, followed by Brian Mitchell. We would have to have a Redskins limit if you get on the board. <sighs> it's always making up rules as you go along. I'm just saying, then all of a sudden, RG3 bit in there. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Don't. We're not even going to have this conversation now. You know, you going to put D'Angelo Hall in there? He got four interceptions in one game. In one game. Yeah, that 
The only thing from that D'Angelo Hall earned is maybe his shoes from that game going into the Hall of Fame. Other than that, he ain't going to no damn Hall of Fame. But you going to put Trent Edwards in there since you want to talk trash? Oh, yeah, yeah. I put Kent, Trent Edwards right uh, his, you know, when you go into the bathroom and, and uh, <laughs> his, picture would be on, his picture would be on the urinal. Uh, I mean. Check, check down your, your PP right here. Oh, my God. Hey, you could put Ken Hull in there. I, I, I'd like to see Ken Hull go in. There's a lot of people that should be in. And it's sad because a lot of people won't get in and they'll pass away and and won't never see their name get called and they should be in. It's really sad. It, it's But it, that's when they put him in there, when they pass away. Oh, he was such a good player, but you didn't feel that way when you had the time to vote him in or they got to be voted in by the senior committee. Yeah, That's what makes me upset. Guys that should have been in 20 years ago are not getting in. They're getting in through the senior committee. Like, are you serious? The senior committee is smarter than this this regular committee? Come on. My grandmother used to say something. She said, give me flowers while I'm alive. Don't give them to me while I'm dead. Basically, don't honor me when I die. Honor me while I'm alive. Yeah. Delonte, did you go you have a take on TL? Did we already get to you, man? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, I you know, my man I had a brain fart for a second. He he's uh, still stuck on Trent Edwards and how much he loves, man. He's he got a Trent Edwards teddy bear, y'all, that he loves that he sleeps with. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go ahead. I was gonna say something, but we on the air and I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> I don't even wanna go there. <laughs> this is the only time I'm protected. Um real quick. What are y'all thoughts on uh, LaShawn, the LaShawn McCoy situation? Delonte, go ahead. Uh, I, I think that dude ought to be uh, Ray Rice status. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Like, you know, you can issue all the statements you want. You know what I'm saying? You can deny it all you want. You ought to be on that Ray Rice list, my man. It was a great career, but you done. Buffalo probably cut him sometime next week. Yeah, he did it. If old, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, Ray Rice. Oh, you know, the, the video proved Ray Rice did what he did. Uh oh, just these damn NFL running backs, man. OJ, Ray Rice, now McCoy. It's just, yeah. McCoy's fried. That's my opinion. That dude fried. Jim, what's your what's your thoughts on LaShawn McCoy? Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. I don't know, you know. Uh, you know, when people ask for specific items, it kind of gives it away. Um, it's it's a sad situation. I, I know the story said um, he'd been trying to put her out for a while. And that was another issue I was having. If you're not together, leave the man's house. Uh, look, go. I, I know it's like it's. I know people want to live the life, but get it through your own work ethic. You know, be the best for yourself. Don't depend on no man, no woman, to help you live a lifestyle that you want to live. Go and just move into your own place. Unless the man put the house in your name, 
or women put the house in your name, it ain't worth it. And for some items that probably cost a few hundred thousand, I'm guessing, is it worth it? it ain't nothing, ain't nothing worth that much, man. To to have, if you did it, to have your ex girlfriend beat up over because you want it back, dude. You making buckets of money. Sometimes you just gotta learn how to let things go. People grow the up, let it go. You you may eventually find somebody who's better than the person that treated you that you was originally with. They may not have the money that the first guy had, but he may treat you better. Well, learn. Just think about what you want to go through. You want to walk around in Gucci shoes, or you rather walk around in Pucci shoes and, and knowing that your man loves you for who you are, or your woman loves you for who you are. And it, it ain't, sometimes it ain't about flash and style. It's about being appreciated and loved. And if he did it, it's sad. Uh, he, he has to go down. Preach, Reverend. But, you know, look, man, just move out. Leave that stuff alone. If he don't want you there, move out. If you that insecure, go to a, a, a class that help you get yourself motivated. Believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else would. And from looking at this girl, she was pretty. So, uh, you know, she might have had a modeling thing going on. I don't know. I'm assuming. And I'm sorry if I carry on, but it, it bothers me that this even had to get this far. I mean, she's, I mean, these two pictures side by side is just totally ridiculous. And for somebody just willing to go and beat somebody up and, and beat her that's bad, uh, you should be burned too. It's totally ridiculous. People, go get your own. Appreciate yourself first. Earn what you got. And when you say, what you got? Hey, I earned this. This is mine. My, this is my stuff. And I, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it right there, bro. Because it, it's just totally ridiculous. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the Reverend <laughs> one. That man hey, it helped you again. Get on the island. <laughs> <laughs> Before I let KG dive into this, I'm I'm gonna dive into it. The uh, it's been reported that the items that were in question, as far as the jewelry, were rented. It was something Lashawn McCoy rented from a jeweler. Um, I think it the whole story stinks. I think I don't know which side the the smell is coming from, whether it's Lashawn McCoy side or the young lady side, because. You always see these pictures of what you're willing to do for money, and you you know you get the pictures. Would you willing? Would you be willing to lick this urinal for a million dollars? And you got to ask yourself that question. Nah, all I got to do is lick it real quick, and I have me a million dollars. And is that the case in this young lady's situation where I'm willing to set this up because this man has asked me to leave his house? I'm not going to be living this luxurious life anymore. I'm not going to have this money no more. Me and my kid are going to be out living basically regular life, and I don't want that. I'm going to set this up so I can get my tail kicked. Or is it LaShawn McCoy's side where, yeah, I'm going to make it look like a burglary. And, you know, I mean, the specific items are what's, you know, driving it. You know, it's, something's wrong. 
And I don't know whose side is on. I know it's a lot of desperate people out there that will do anything for money. And we see it all the time, even if it's short money. We talk about a couple hundred dollars. That's getting on for some people. You know, it's unfortunate what happened. I'm hoping LaShawn McCoy didn't have anything to do with that because if he did, all up the other 52 Buffalo Bills need to tie him up and beat him the same way, the same exact way. And that's all I'm going to say on it. It's fishy on both sides. And I think it's a reason why LaShawn McCoy hasn't been arrested yet. Go ahead, KG. Uh, I agree with what everybody said. I'm on. It's something not, not right. So I'm on the fence. One part of me is like, okay, yeah, she could have set this up to make him look bad. Cause you know, it's all about ruining careers now. But the other side is like the specific items. That's the one part that sticks out to me. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, if you man enough to set her up to get beat up for these specific items, whoever you had do it, you know, they're cowards too. But if you a coward that you had somebody else do work like that, then it says a lot about your character. And I'm a big LaShawn McCoy fan. Like, he was my first my first pick in my in the fantasy draft last season. So, I'm a big fan of his. But this right here changes everything. Like, dude, if you put your hands on a female over some jewelry that she wouldn't give back when you could have just took her to court and got it back, easy peasy. But I don't know if he did it. I think he should, he should pay the consequence for it now. I mean, that could be a range of things, jail time, contract loss, whatever. But if he did do it or he did orchestrate it, well, you know, you can always come to D.C. I'm six foot four, two eighty five. You can come box with me and I, I can show you what it's like. And we can put ourselves in a little tiny room and go go at it. I guarantee you I'm going to be the one that walks out. And that's just it. But if you didn't do it and she set this up, I hope they send her to jail for it because I'm tired of seeing – Females try to destroy people because they can't have the life that they want anymore. I'm tired of it. And you you making these false allegations, ruining lives, taking away contract money and, 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 and things. That you're taking food out of somebody's mouth. I'm tired of it. You should serve jail time for it. If he did it, serve jail time for it. Please. I'm done with it. Real quick, this is a question I can't answer. We stand with the NFL topic. Um training camp as far as the NFL. I haven't watched any NFL. I couldn't tell you what they're doing. I'm still trying to decide if the NFL is a brand or a product that I'm going to support at all this year. I'm still on the fence with that because it's a game I love. I love watching it. Um, I love taking that Sunday, that whole Sunday dedicated to football, but at the same time I'm a man and I have values and you know, the way that the people that look like me in the NFL are being treated because they're expressing their opinions and stuff. I shouldn't be on the fence, but I am. But um, I, I don't really have too much to talk about. Uh, Jim, you, have you been watching any Steelers? Nah, I just go on the website and I check it out. You know, I just like to, you know. I'm kind of with you. I don't know if I'm going to watch it. I know I watched it last year, but all this stuff is getting a little irritating. You know, I see the, the players' associations going to take them to court or whatever. But, yeah, I just kind of look at the website. 
And that's really it. I don't even turn it to NFL Network or anything to look. So I've, I've been mainly focused on uh, focused on uh, basketball. Hey, Devontae, what about them Broncos, man? Have you been following the Broncos at all in uh, training camp? No, honestly, no. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, yeah, man. Nah. so bad. Go ahead, KG. Talk to me. Talk to me. I, have you been following the Redskins? Uh, in the peripheral, yes, I have. I've been kind of like, you know, I, I listen to a lot of talk radio, so I know what's going on and scrolling through Twitter and things. I know uh, – how the how the rookies were looking in camp and things like that. So only thing I'm looking for from this team, I just want to see everybody stay healthy and I want to see if Darius Geis is going to be our starter, I want to see him run for 1,500. But I want him to stay healthy and just keep getting better. That's the only thing I, I want to see coming up in camp. And I want to see that D-line uh, just wreak havoc. That's it. On a, on a better note, let me, I just got to give a shout-out to uh, the Summer League Wizards. Devin Robinson is balling. I just had to say that. I had to get that in there. He's balling. He might be trying to earn him a spot on this team. He he really might. Because they need another. He's six nine. He he you know, he, he I think he's only two hundred, but he's six nine. He's long, playing both ways. He's balling. I like what I see. Um Ladies and gentlemen, that's all Out of Bounds show got for you tonight. Um, I think I'm going to try and uh, – let's see. Should I try to help you out, KG, with some uh, – I was going to try to help you out and get some uh, podcasts. Oh, all right, all right. So, because KG ain't doing it the way I like, I'm going to do the first <laughs> and I'll get him the other one. If you're listening at the – Anchor FM, you can definitely find us on Anchor. That's what we make the show at, Out of Bounds Podcast. You can also find us on the Apple Podcast, Out of Bounds, same name, the, the Apple, the mighty machine that hosts this show. Then you can find us on Google Podcasts, our brand new member, Spotify, and also Google Play Music. Who else? Who else we... Who else are we dealing with, Kevin? Who else? Oh my God! <laughs> we are also on Castbox, Breaker, Radio Public, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and Overcast. Hey, <laughs> hey Brian. Yeah. Hey, you know that was some crap right there, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just being nice about it. You know, just... I, I think we're gonna get in the chat. I'm gonna talk bad about you, though. Hey, I'm just saying, man. You can't disrespect the, the the Apple man, and and it's it's hosting the podcast, like you know. But when he said it, he and you can tell we can't see you, but we know you had your chest poked out and everything. Yeah, it's Apple. exactly. It's Apple, yeah. This is an Apple product. This is what host is Apple. You gotta let everybody know that every every show there's Apple hosting. Saying, you know what? You're not hosting I'm anymore, saying, man. I, if I'm not hosting no more, it's gonna sound like we underwater. I'm just letting you know. Here we go. <laughs> but guess what? iPhones can work underwater. I know you said it right. <laughs> you know you said it right. He said iPhones can work underwater. He said our our our, our phone. My phone can work underwater too. You want what you want? You want to go to Virginia Beach and do the show underwater? We can do that. Whatever, whatever, man. <laughs> hey, man. Myself, I am BJ. You can also reach the show at Out of Bounds Podcast. 
OOB Show Podcast at gmail.com. OOB Show Podcast at gmail.com. I, I, before we leave, uh, I want to send a shout out to Junie, um, dealing with some tragedy right now. Uh, out of bounds show, all of us with brothers. We send nothing but love and prayers to him and his wife, Pam. Uh, need anything? Call us, brother, and we'll be there for you quick, fast, and in a hurry. Most definitely. So, for myself, DJ, Jim, I appreciate you, yeah. man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Delonte, it's always a pleasure, brother. Yes, sir, bro. KG, you know what it is, baby. I love me some me. And I'm BJ, and that's all we got for tonight without a bounds. And stay tuned. We're working on a special guest. And I'm not going to say anything else because I don't want to jinx it. But stay tuned.